Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the Nashville Bets podcast. Today, we're giving our heartfelt goodbye to LeBron James and Coach K. We're talking a little Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans and wrapping it up with Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather duking it out. All right, guys, let's get into it. Titans boys I need your take on how the Titans have secured the second place in the division for the AFC South with Julio Jones what a time to be a fucking Titans fan uh we only gave up what a second and fourth round pick got our sixth round pick back fucking living the dream as a Titan right now we did kind of sell out for the next couple years uh you gotta win now or you're kind of fucked but go Titans yeah, I mean, this is what it takes to win. Like, they were not very good for – they were, like, really average. And they had to do something to, like, take it to the next level. And getting Julio Jones was it. They obviously didn't do it on defense. And so, you either got to, like – now you just kind of got to outscore everybody, like Kansas City Chiefs method, and uh, and just hope that you can score enough touchdowns to where um, you pull off something something special happens. I think the defense is going to be a lot better this year than it was last year, though. That's what you A lot saying. better. But a lot better. I don't want to get into another Titans defensive – Argument here because I feel like that's been the yeah. best. We, we, need fo- the we need to focus on Julio, and that's awesome. And I don't know why his name is Julio. I feel like um, we need to get him on the pod and ask him that. Is he does he come from Hispanic heritage? I don't know, but uh, that's a that's a that's one of the biggest questions I have on mind right now. All right, so my two takes: one, are we not worried about getting Julio because the Titans' offense is so possession based and they want to give you as little top as possible? like the opposing offense. So with Julio there with the big play potential, is that not going to fuck him up? And two, is it bad that the Titans are getting these big old bodies? Like what? Julio's like 225, 230. Uh, Derrick Henry's like 245 or 247. And A.J. Brown's like 225. Are we not worried that with so much mass on the field, it's going to take less people to cover them? So to answer your first question, as far as time of possession goes, this actually helps Derrick Henry because you can't put anybody in the box. So we could still have the time of possession card in the fucking back pocket every game. True. But if you need it, you also have Julio Jones and AJ Brown on the outside that are absolutely electric. Who are you gonna guard? Yeah, Jack's trying to make up like some kind of scenario where getting Julio Jones is a bad move. Yeah, I, there's exist. no there's it doesn't Me? exist. <laughs> just like, it doesn't you exist. It, like, you can't, yeah. Especially for what we gave up. Yeah, I mean I think it was probably a pretty appropriate trade. And, like I said, the Titans had to do something to take it to the next level where they were going to be another, like, just losing the first-round team. And so they finally did something. So what would you rank the Titans' offense now out of the entire league? They're top five. uh, I'd say top three. I think I'd go probably KC one. Titans might be two. It's like a two-three tie, I think, with the Titans. And then maybe, like, I guess since they brought everyone back, it's got to be Tampa, right? Yeah. Yeah, Tampa's okay. up there too. Yeah, I mean, the Titans' offensive line is really solid too, which a lot of people like forget to talk about. But um, and Taylor Lewan's coming back, which is cool, and uh, he's gonna be chugging beers, and podcasting from the field. Big fan. Um, <laughs> podcasting from the field. But yeah, I mean, it's gonna be an electric 
I, I mean, I still think it's a back half of the league defense for sure. But when you have a top three offense, top five, worst case scenario, it's uh, it's a pretty electric scene. I I agree. I am still worried that Ryan Tannehill might be a liability. Ryan Tannehill's never been a liability since he came to Tennessee. Jack's just upset that Aaron Rodgers still hasn't shown up to the fucking Green Bay facility. It's minicamp. It doesn't count. So are we are we officially going to say that the boat, Blake Bortles, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers this year? Uh, Jordan Love said he'd be ready to go week one. So did Blake Bortles. Uh, yeah, well, Blake one. Bortles is the boat. Sounds like we got some competition. Big quarterback competition. Oh, there's going a on. big QB battle going on right now. Also, I, I didn't want to get into this because I get into this every fucking podcast. But I want to specifically call out someone in the Green Bay media. Aaron Nagler, you are the biggest, dumbest piece of shit I have ever seen. Going all high and mighty, be like, well, Shefty right now is just in air carrying water for Mark Dunn or whoever Aaron Rodgers' agent is. Yeah, and you've been ball-washing Brian Gutekunst since 2017, you dumb fuck. He's, I mean, it's the equivalent to uh, Brian Windhorst and LeBron James. You've been carrying his balls on a nice little pillow for four fucking years, you dumb cunt. Here goes I Jack. I despise you. You're just, it's just Green the most, Bay rants. it's the most uneducated, just Illogical takes. I just ever seems like. I mean, I, I we just believe in Brian, of course. I mean, we have to de- take his word for it. He saw things that we could never see. He went to University of Wisconsin, where, where lacrosse. He's not the smartest fucking guy in the room. Are you that fucking dumb? He's passionate about. Oh. That. Why did you brought that up? Because I was going to say the exact same thing. You beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's they think this guy is playing like forty chess, and this guy has doesn't even know how to like. Operate checkers. We're still trying to teach him the basics of that. And then people are just like, I mean, he's got a GM for a reason. Yeah, he's been in the organization for 17 fucking years. If you just stay somewhere for long enough, you're eventually you're just getting you're gonna get promoted. I have no idea what you're talking about. Talking about how he's a fucking genius. It's insane. This is worse than how the bulls are run. Good sports. So, did you guys watch the Jake Paul uh Floyd Mayweather fight the other day? Logan Paul? Logan Paul? <laughs> so, I maybe, saw... Maybe we should fucking restart. <laughs> I, so, from what I saw... Also, I said this is going to be the end of the pod, so I guess I'm just throwing it in the middle. I don't really fucking care. But... Maybe it, we should reintroduce it and actually call him the right name first. <laughs> I Everybody calls like, him the wrong name, so it just makes sense to keep calling him the wrong name. Jake Paul, no, I think it was just been you. They, they both have two first names as total names. So. Well, they share the same last name, so of course they're going to have I that. I know, but they have a last name that should be a first name, and they both have first names that are definitely first names. It's super fucking confusing. So would you rather be called, like, Johnson Paul? I mean, or Willi- maybe, or maybe Williamson if Paul? got a little bit more creative and, like, didn't name them Logan and Jake, like two of the most basic fucking names out there in the world. I don't know. Switch things up every now and again. Might be better for the brand right now. I guess we'll at the Paul or I'll at the Paul parents, at the Paul parents, up there in Cleveland, Ohio, wherever they are. But anyways, yeah, I saw the fight. Or I saw parts of the fight at least. It looked like also seeing like the end stat result for uh, how many th- or punches thrown by Floyd. He just looked so in- uninterested in the fight. Oh, for sure. 
He was there just collect, or to collect the massive paycheck that it was that he's gonna get. Uh, can we talk about him absolutely tagging Logan and then him holding him up at the end? So what was that? That was, was crazy. Well, you know what? I was watching. That's it. called Logan was. I'm not gonna say knocked out, but he would definitely have went down. He would have, he would have went to the mat. I, I bought the fight and I did not see that live, and nobody talked about it live. Like it wasn't until the next day, and then there was no videos of that until the next day. So that makes me think that nobody at all saw that live at all. Like nobody saw it live. There would have been videos immediately on the internet. Well, like, how many videos? It wasn't until the next morning that I first saw that video pop out, and somebody was like, "Hey, what happened here?" So it's kind of crazy that nobody at all, or I mean, very very few people caught that um, at all. I mean, that was just blew my mind. I don't even remember when that was. The whole fight was overall pretty entertaining, but yeah, I think he, I think he like crushed him right there. I, I seriously kind of think they're friends. Oh, at the end of it, when they're all buddy buddy, you jerking each other off, like yeah, yeah they were both I, like. I thought they were about to start making out at the end of the fight when Mayweather was like, "Oh, he's such a good fighter. He's way better than I thought." Like, I really like Logan Paul. I was like, "We got his." Yeah, this is a little too it was a, it was a total fucking turn of events after the fight compared to what it was before. Oh, for sure. I feel like that's a lot of fights though. Hey, gotcha hat nowadays. Oh, the gotcha hat. Floyd Mayweather has been commenting on that. He's like, "That was the greatest thing that literally ever happened." Was the gotcha hat. That went viral for so long and sold so many pay-per-view fights. Uh, did y'all see where uh, when he sat down, where uh, Mayweather sat down post-fight at the press conference? He was, I guess, I don't know. I guess it was a water company. He's like, "Did they pay?" And they were like, "No." Nah. And he's like, "Oh, they they can't sit here." Then he moved the bottle off the thing, and he was like, "But they paid though." Oh, that's and hilarious. he kept the other one. Yeah. So he like moved everything off that whoever hasn't paid him yet. I mean, he not, might not be able to read, but he's a solid businessman for sure. Oh, for sure. Also, back to the gotcha hat. You see Jake Paul got a gotcha hat tattoo on his leg. Saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> He's, doing it. He's gotten tired of Jimmy's tattoos now, so why not at this point? Just add another one on the collection. But it's just a – it's literally like a tiny stick figure hat, and under it says gotcha hat. Like the most basic-looking tattoo ever. Jake Paul's tattoo artist has to be easily the biggest scam artist in the history of the tattoo yeah. industry. Oh. It's a little like for that. I'm sure he call like that cost him like what a couple thousand dollars, like eight grand or like nine. Probably yeah. Probably just just for more. a stick figure. Down, down in, a, in a fucking hat. Get it for like fifty bucks. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Whoever's scamming Paul out of that money, that's awesome. I'm proud of you, buddy. They just got so much to throw around at this point. Oh, so, for sure. Not bad. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, overall, the fight's exactly what I expected. It was just kind of uneventful the entire time. Because people were like, I mean, Logan's just so much bigger. Like, he has a puncher's chance. Like, sure, but professional boxers can't hit Floyd Mayweather. What makes you think some guy who placed, like, fourth at Georgia State in wrestling? Actually, I don't even think he placed. That's how fucking bad he was at wrestling. But, like, that guy's not going to be able to hit Floyd. He's going he's gonna to put the gloves on and obviously and become golden glove. Yeah. I think Logan Paul is 6'1", and he looked like he was 6'7", when he was standing in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. Like, he looked so much fucking bigger. Well, Floyd Mayweather like is so fast. Like, the way Floyd Mayweather moves in the ring is like the, it's just, I don't even know, like a fucking little rat, like, moving around. Oh, it's an art form. Yeah. The guy can't be punched. Like, he could not, every time Logan Paul would throw, yeah, Logan Paul stopped throwing a lot of punches at, towards the end of the fight, because he's like, I just can't hit him at all. Yeah. And he was just, just he, he slowed it down, because... I don't even know if he's necessarily gassed. He just know like every time he threw a punch, it was just not landing. Floyd Mayweather dodges everything. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. How do we feel about the uh, Jake Paul uh, is it Tyrone Woodley fight? I feel like that's less interesting than the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight. I don't know who Tyrone Woodley is, 
And Jake Paul seems like a douchebag. I feel seems a little bit cooler than Jake Paul. I'm just out after the Mayweather fight. I'm just out on all these stupid ass fucking fights. Would you rather though? Would you rather watch two professional boxers fight each other? Yes. Or, really? Yes. Because I would. Because I don't care about boxing at all. Yes. So I would. I would not have bought the fight last night or this past weekend if. Floyd Mayweather have been fighting like an actual I watched it like I didn't watch it live I watched it after the fact and it just wasn't entertaining to me I thought it was I thought it was very entertaining I enjoyed every second of it a lot of these YouTube fights are it's either gonna be like completely outmatching so like a guy who's clearly like boxed before against some like chubby kid who's never boxed and then the chubby kid gets knocked out and everyone's freaking out like you know world star type shit or it's gonna be like what Jake's doing now is he's fighting someone who's actually been a fighter before but he's also 39 years old. And so it's like kind of uh, not to throw any shade, but it's kind of what Floyd did was he fought a lot of people. Very strategic. It's very strategic moments. So he fought Canelo when he was really young and like uh, uh, De La Hoya when he was like about to retire. And so that way he could say he beat the best boxers of his time, but he was at very strategic point. They weren't at their peaks. Yeah. Yes. And so I think that's what Paul is very smartly doing. But I'm trying to figure out where he's going to go when he go, finally goes into the opposite direction. Because as long as these keep making money, as long as we like idiots like us keep buying the fights, they're going to keep doing it. Right. He's going to keep fighting. Yeah. yeah. Until he actually fights an actual boxer to where I'm going to be surprised. He just gets rocked. Well, it also doesn't matter. Cause, like, even if he had – first of all, there was no judges. So it was an exhibition. You guys know this, right? Yeah. yeah. The state of Florida didn't regulate it. So it was an exhibition. And so there was never a – so even if he had somehow no, but, but the Woodley Paul fight's gonna be right. He would have kept his fifty nine record though. He would never Yeah. He's never actually gonna lose in the, in the no, Yeah, but, but it would have if he would have gotten knocked out, it would have ruined boxing. Yeah, it would have yeah. ruined it would have ruined the I sport. mean boxing's already been ruined. Boxing's been ruined since Tyson stopped. But yeah, no, but uh, I guess your point, Beaver, uh, all of the Jake Paul stuff is gonna be like professionally done. Like they're actually like counting towards a boxing record. Oh, this one is? This next one is? Yeah. So, the Mayweather stuff, yeah, was an exhibition. Oh, shit. I think the Phillies just hit a home run. Hell fucking yes. No. I'm actually a Braves fan, but I bet the Phillies today, money line, so I have to go for the Phillies. Two-run shot in the bottom of the night. That was a two-run home run? Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. I did not know that. It's a walk-off. Holy shit. Love to see that. I thought that was a single. I was like, oh, we're getting extra innings. That's this game over. Fuck. Did, do you take the Braves? Uh, they were in a parlay. Then they were the <laughs> last leg. I knew it. I knew the whole time. I knew, I knew that the Phillies were going to win. Well, now the issue is, how are we feeling? That about guy's the new. Uh, that's that's the new center fielder they just brought in yesterday for his first game, and he uh, second MLB game ever. Just hit a walk off home run to win the game. Not bad. Not a bad way to start your MLB career. Uh. Can we get a breaking news alert right now? Wait on. Beaver, make a, make a sound. Wow, wow, wow. big bad news. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, son of ex-mission coach Boshan Beckler says he was molested by former team doctors in the 1960s, and his dad ignored complaint. Yeah. For which school? Uh, University of Michigan. Oh. The old maze in blue. They're trying to compete with Michigan State out there and uh, diddle <laughs> athletes. <laughs> Truly proving that they're big brother over Something Michigan must State. be in the water up there. They're going to Deshaun Watson a run for his money in the news. Has there ever been like a Michigan water scandal or something? I feel like something's in the water up there. 
<laughs> but no, let's be serious, guys. This is a touchy subject. <laughs> <laughs> I feel molested just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I did not consent to this this segment. <laughs> Shit. You can consent to the segment I get. I love it. We just get raw news. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like we're a little inappropriate, boys. Uh, well, I'm glad I didn't play Michigan sports in the what 1960s. <laughs> I bet my butthole would have been real pretty in the 1960s. So I think I was not there. Yeah. 2020s, not so much. This is, that's before people were into butt stuff, so I bet buttholes back then were really pretty. Yeah, <laughs> They were peak. Nobody was shaving back then either, probably. I don't know. Yeah, so Larry Nasser, the Michigan medical staff, and Jared from Subway all walk into a daycare. <laughs> Jared from Subway, that's the name. Did I tell you guys the story about me meeting Jared from Subway? No, you've met him? Yeah, so we were. Did uh, you shake his hand? I hope you didn't. I did. I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear I got to shake his hand. You shook his hand? Guess, guess, guess what? I was in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> you probably enjoyed it a lot more than I did. What? You, what, you were in eighth grade and shook Jared yeah, so from Subway's hand? We were at. It was our eighth grade uh, field trip to Washington, D.C. with uh, my school. No Wait, did you, did you see these nuts? I did not. No nuts were seen. So we were, we were taking like a picture up on the. Uh, up on like some steps or something was in the back. I can't remember where exactly we were. I think in a park or something. And, he definitely uh, put that in his spank bank. Jared, oh, you know, Jared the subway guy walked by, and somebody, somebody was pushing oh, us. Jared the subway guy. And, like all the kids ran over, and like I was one of the first ones there, and like, I shook his hand. He's like, hey everybody, and, he like shook a few more kids' hands, and like kept kept walking. And we were all like, holy shit, that's so cool. And I was like, in like you know, he was like. Pretty big deal. Like, dude, with all that stimulation, he skipped the spank bank. That's jack off jar, dude. No, that's why he didn't leave so fast. because he got an immediate boner. Like, uh, 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 I just came. should have tent in those khakis, boys. I hope he's wearing double compression shorts. Yeah. <laughs> For his own sake. So how many kids did he take with him when he left? Yeah. We never saw Johnny after that. <laughs> Is he he's still in prison, right? Oh, he's in prison for life, I think. Yeah. Didn't he molest and then have child porn? Yeah, he, he also, he's also making child porn, I think. Right? Yeah, he did a lot of shit you can't do. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he making child porn and, like, selling it, too? I, I, I didn't read that case. Maybe I made that part up. Was he not making enough off of commercials? He could have, like, honestly, if he was just a weirdo with child porn, he probably could have got away with it. No, I, granted. But I when don't you know start manufacturing child pornography, I mean. I, I feel like old people who make child porn do it for the love of the game and not for Yeah. It's <laughs> so like, I, I'm a child pornography interstate trafficker. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, Jared used to be a really fat and ugly guy, and then he became, like, a reasonably, like, regular-looking guy. And I feel like some of those fat and ugly traits just never leave. He did it for the kids. Even though you lose, like, you know, I feel like a really fat and ugly person would be making child porn, and then all of a sudden he made money and lost all the weight. They kept doing fat and ugly, I think. That just doesn't make sense. Can't believe you met him. That's hilarious. I did shook his hand. We literally physically touched. <laughs> was there a connection? Was there a connection there? Was there like a was there like a, uh, a big lawsuit where like people paid mo- got money? Because I feel like I owe I get a portion of that. <laughs> you should come out now. Yeah. Every everybody's doing it. Everybody is doing it right now. Yeah, Jared touched me. Oh, we, yeah, right there. You don't have to specify where. On my flange. You probably had to do that before that he went to prison. <laughs> Isn't that fingers? I think so. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Oh. Uh, he tickled my hand a little bit, too, which I thought was weird. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to drop my pants and cough twice. 
and that he was a doctor <laughs> for the University of Michigan. <laughs> I wonder if sometimes he lays in bed in that cold prison bed and like thinks about that time that we all met. Yeah, he, he's like, remember that, I remember that eighth grader named JP that I met in Washington, D.C. He was yoked, he had red hair. <laughs> And he we was were right outside of the, the, the Abraham on. Lincoln statue. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that was good times. Good times indeed. Jesus Christ. That's my only child molestation story I have. You guys have any? <laughs> no, I've, I'm, I'm fresh out of them. Well, speaking of child molestation, this doesn't have anything to do with child molestation. It has to do with the molestation of the entire NCAA football world, and that's Nick Saban getting that big extension, uh, extension, right? Through 2028, 28, 29, whatever it is. So that's uh, he's going to be 100 years old officially at the time that that contract ends, and they'll probably push it back. Do you guys think that Nick Saban is going to um, get buried inside Brighton Stadium when he dies? No, I don't think that. his wife will allow that. I think his wife. I don't think his wife makes. The yeah, they're way too Christian for that. What's, well, why, when, why can't a Christian get married in a football stadium? I just don't find it's a Christian thing to do. Where would a Christian get buried in a regular cemetery? Yeah. What does that have to do with any religion? Are you saying buried or married? Buried. Okay. Yeah, I was I was say, I, who's getting married in a cemetery? I think that they're going to bury Nick Saban either inside the stadium. Well, you should. Every, anytime anybody gets married, they should get married in a cemetery. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you're right, basically Tim. killing yourself. <laughs> All right, Tim Burton, simmer down over there. Anyways, no, I, so also when I saw this, I, when it said like 2029, I was like, that's not a real year. Like, yeah. that's it was like, Alabama's going to play Notre Dame in 2052 for a home and home. Like, okay, like we'll cross that bridge when everyone's dead. Right. I was like, I hope you guys are like writing this down because I'm going to forget by this. So. <laughs> Somebody's keeping track of this. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Also, I wonder if technology is going to be good enough by then where they could just like freeze his body. And it could forever be on display, like, in between all of the national championship trophies, wherever those are kept. That would Hopefully, be like, manipulate his body to where he's, like, in that same position where he was yelling at Kiffin for the entire time he oh, was sure. there. Well, I think he's going to – maybe even before he dies, he's like, hey, guys, I think I'm going to croak here in the next year. Why don't I just do, like, a really main-looking, like, coaching thing and, like, just freeze me right away, and then I'll just forever be in the <laughs> Alabama Hall of Fame. You think they'll, like, want to take his statue down eventually, too? They're never, never taking the statue down. <laughs> well, when it comes out that he was giving players, you know, money, steroids, and then maybe diddling children. So, one time I knew uh, one of my friends from college went to this high school in Atlanta, and his, uh, his friend was a starting corner in Alabama for three years. Didn't really make an NFL, but um, played a play. I don't want to talk about what school it was, but I know we have a lot of listeners in Atlanta. But this guy won two national championships at Alabama and literally had, like, two or three DUIs in his time in Tuscaloosa, but, like, they just covered that shit up. Things in Tuscaloosa, like, just get covered up. They, they get in just as much trouble as everywhere else. But, like, when their players get DUIs and, like, get in trouble, like, they just nobody talks about it. And they never get suspended, and they never get any repercussions. Like, you get in trouble with Alabama, it all just disappears. Oh, that and the University of Florida. It, they're both morally bankrupt institutions. Oh, yeah, for sure. They should be fined into oblivion and maybe have their university hood taken away from them. Yeah. Well, Tuscaloosa is a perfect size because there's nothing else there besides Alabama. So you can kind of just do whatever you want. And, like, the school runs the state and the city for sure. 
And uh, so it's just kind of a uh, business as usual out there in Tuscaloosa. Fucking T-Town down. T-Town You guys ever been to Tuscaloosa? Yeah. I have. Kind of cool. Yeah, no, I was there for when uh, Polardi missed three field goals mm. out of four. And if he hits two ex- or, or additional ones, we beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa while they're ranked. I think it was like number three in the country. Yeah, I hate to see it. Where's the Alabama-Tennessee game this year? Knoxville or? Does it matter? We're going to get blown out anyways. Well, I wouldn't really want to say it. <laughs> no, probably. I, I, I think every Tennessee fan now understands that until Saban leaves, there's probably like a 2% chance of us beating Alabama. Won't be until 2030, unless they give him another extension. Well, if he's still will. alive. Or if he's still alive. He's hoping old. for a heart attack before then. Yeah. <laughs> we are not rooting for heart attacks. We're not rooting We're for any. We're an anti-heart attack podcast. Okay, I'm hoping for natural causes. <laughs> natural causes. You're hoping he decides to get frozen. So he yeah. can display, and then it's everybody wins at that point. Yeah. Why don't we just root for him to join the ministry, so that way he doesn't have enough time to coach football. The ministry. Become a priest. Find Jesus. He seemed like a very priesty guy to me. He's a huge Christian. So one of my ex-girlfriends in high school, her family's from Enterprise, where he is from. Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Saban's from Enterprise, Alabama. Well, that's where he lived, or whatever. That's where he went to church. And, yeah, he's actually a really nice guy, apparently. And I was like, well, fuck him. He's an asshole to me. <laughs> he ruins my third Saturday of October every goddamn yeah. year. I'm doing a fact check. I don't think Nick Saban's from Enterprise, Alabama. I'm, I'm, not not saying, he, I'm not saying he's from Enterprise. I'm saying he went to church with the people that lived in Enterprise. I don't know where the fuck all that shit is in Alabama. But Enterprise is right next to my grandparents live. That's why the only reason I know where it is. And it's, like, way down south in the middle of nowhere, next to Monroe. Well, I'm telling you, they went to church with him. Interesting. So when you go to church in Enterprise, do they also pick you up and drop you off? Or? Wait, Enterprise is, where all the peanut, <laughs> Enterprise is where all the peanuts are, right? No, no peanuts there either. What? What's the peanut capital of the world in Alabama? The peanut capital of the world is in Georgia, South Georgia. That's where like, Jimmy Carter's from. No. There's a bunch of peanuts. I'm not familiar with the peanut. They do a no. They do a they do a peanut like. Fuck. Peanut fair. Peanut, yeah, I guess you call it that. It's like a peanut. Peanut party. Starts with an E. What's the E word? Peanut. Uh, emporium? No. <laughs> peanut emporium? I'm so confused. A big peanut party. What's it called? Extravaganza? No, it's close. Peanut. Apocalypse? That's an A. <laughs> I'm so confused. I don't know, but uh, that. do you guys want to buy tickets right now? Because I'm in on this. <laughs> Me, us, peanut E thing. <laughs> then we could get him in for an interview while we're at the peanut party. But what would we have to do to get Nick Saban on the pod? I think we'd have to like kidnap his entire family just to get him to talk to us. I think we'd have to show up to the peanut party. I don't think he would talk to us at the peanut party. Get him drunk on peanuts. We'll spice yeah, they do a national peanut festival in Enterprise. No shit. So what's the E? I can't remember what I was fucking talking about. Are you just making up a word? I guess it's called a festival. I was thinking of something else. Peanut Festival in Enterprise, Alabama. That is something. So, it's the more really you know. Hopefully, that's a trivia question at some point. Interesting. I know I'm going to dominate it now. All right. All right. In other news, I am absolutely heartbroken. My favorite woman in the world, Jesse Schofield, does the DraftKings commercials. We all know her. Blonde. Um, always laying down bets. Always looking fine. She got married this past weekend. I only know that because I follow her on Instagram, of course. And 
we never even had a chance to talk. Huh? You don't talk to her personally? No, no, never spoken with her. No idea where she even lives. Well, one congratulations to her and her betrothed. Uh, I give it to you. (laughs) Have you even sent her a DM before? No. I mean, Beaver. We we, shoot your shot. She was engaged, so I felt like it was kind of awkward. Oh shit. I should have sent her a DM of a screenshot of my DraftKings account. She, I think that would have gotten her going. We got those engines roaring. <laughs> so, okay. Realistically, if you were to try to shoot your shot with a celebrity, what's your go-to plan then? Depends on who it is. I mean, if it was just a scope, I'd no doubt send a screenshot of my DraftKings account. Sure, maybe like a three-leg parlay that I just crushed. And <laughs> you like what you see? Um, I don't know if it was the... I don't know. Who? I mean, Danny Patrick, maybe? Well, not who, but what's the game plan? Oh, Danny plan Patrick, of, like, I sent her the crystal stuff. Yeah, I sent her crystal stuff. I probably maybe sent her, like... Me burning sage in my house. Yeah, maybe send her, like, a real fast car video. on the road. Like a little home, vid- home bid. Jesus Christ. Me burning sage. That's a good idea, too. Yeah, I like that. Well, I was more in saying if, like, if so, if let's say that this... This thing was a plot line in a Hallmark film... What would be the plot line? What would be the story? What would be your go-to moves, essentially, to get X, Y, or Z celebrity? Do I, do I see her in person, or do I have to DM her? Well, that's the whole point. Like, do you try to track her down? I feel like it'd be like a Hallmark movie if I, well, yeah. So I'd wait for her to walk down a dark out. No, I'd wait for her to go into a uh, mixing like a restaurant lines in Hallmark. And I do a thing where like I like spill a beer on her or something, and. Uh, because bitches like, love it when you spill beer on them. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> like a napkin or something like that. They're like, oh, I have an extra shirt in my car. Um, let me just take yours off real quick, and you can put this one on. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I feel like we're approaching 1960s Michigan University doctorhood here. Yeah. <laughs> I can figure out how to take off one of those pesky bras and try to do that too. <laughs> These hands don't work. <laughs> These stupid fucking clasps. Are you fucking binding these together these days? What is the deal? <laughs> What's going on here? God. The worst is when they throw you for a loop and it's on the front. The clasp on the front then. And you're like, well. I, I just I give up and go home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know what to do here, uh, boys. <laughs> This is I always <laughs> struggle with the clasps. <laughs> always gives me a hard fucking time. I'm like, you just get it. <laughs> just smashing fingers back there like, this is going to work. I didn't sign point. up for this part. <laughs> <laughs> this counts as foreplay, right? Like, norm- normally, normally people don't wear these, I didn't think. Let me get my scissors. <laughs> get my scissors. Uh, do you guys talk, like, just have a Bowie knife next to your bed at all times just in case you <laughs> run into that? <laughs> Shout out to David Bowie. <laughs> this girl doesn't know if she's about to be in Saw or Hallmark film. Uh, yeah. There's a reason to blood all over my sheets. <laughs> I don't know if that's the punchline. <laughs> We're keeping this all in the goddamn pot. Pickup techniques with Beaver. Thank you, Jesse, for providing a hilarious segment today. Now I know what I'll do, Hallmark Wise. I'll send this podcast. <laughs> like start at minute 35 and listen through minute 37. 
Okay, speaking of celebrities, I got some crazy news for you guys. I was listening to a podcast or something the other day. So, Titans offensive coordinator from last year, Arthur Smith, who's now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, his dad is Fred Smith, who started FedEx. So, he grew up in Memphis and is fucking super loaded. Love this. That's so just far. a fun fact. I didn't. I don't know what else to say besides that. But I was like, wow, that's really cool. Dad's our FedEx. Probably have a little. You know what I mean? He's a billionaire. So are we considering this a nepotism case? So are we saying that Art Smith's not going to be a good head coach because Daddy bought him a job, and so that's why the Titans are going to finish second in the division and get knocked out of the wild card round? I think you're full of shit, Jack. I think you're too. There's no way the Titans don't win the division. I think if anything. The Falcons, when you buy something from their official store, it's going to arrive 10 times faster than if I bought a shirt from the Titans' official store. Well, why would you buy tight? Why would you order one online when you can just go to the fucking store in the stadium two miles away? Because who goes to stores these days? I buy everything online. Well, you can look at it. Wise, I don't buy. I'm They've got way better clothes. shit in the Titans Pro Shop. Buying clothes in person is the worst. I can't do it. it makes me sad. Well, the worst thing to do is, like, when you buy something online and it gets to you and it doesn't fit, you're like, well, I, I'm stuck with the shirt forever because I can't send it back. The worst is when you're super excited for, like, a shirt to get to your hat. And then it takes, like, a week and a half. You're like, well, this is way longer than I expected. And then it doesn't fit. You're like, I like it, but I need to size it up. And so you send it back, and then it's, like, another week and a half. And the next thing you know, it's, like, you're five weeks into this process, and you finally get the shirt you want. You're like, fuck, this took forever. Season's over by then. Yeah, the season's over by then. And I once bought a shirt. I guess it was a sweatshirt. I thought it was going to be awesome. It had one of my favorite beverages on it. Won't say hashtag no free ads. But I got, you know, I was like, you know what? It's from China. I know they're you know, a little more dainty out there, a little more compact. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll size up. I got it. It fit like a youth medium. I was like, what the flying fuck? And there's only like one more size up. And I was like, I, this literally legit like fit like a youth large person. Did, Did the, you just, like, crush a uh, full rack of ribs and some sides that day or something like that? Looking I've been chunky. cutting for three weeks just to try to fit in this thing. Uh, Did the six-year-old child in China that sweat over that shirt send you a little note inside that said help, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. These are my exact measurements. Please free me. <laughs> Anyways. All right, to wrap it up. So, other big news of the week outside of Julio was LeBron getting knocked out of the playoffs. Thank God. And to Coach K saying that he's going to retire at the end of the season. So we get a full season of a, season of a farewell tour. Yeah, I'm not ready for that, honestly, dude. They're just going to fucking hype him up all year. Duke's still going to suck dick. Yeah. So my question to you, who is one of your favorite people to root against? So, like, mine would be LeBron, outside of me being an absolute LeBron stand for this year, which, guys – kind of worked. The one season I became a LeBron fan, he lost in the first round of the playoffs. Not not, not to say I'm awesome, but you're welcome. So, I know rooting against LeBron is the reason I watch the NBA playoffs. So, with him gone, I really don't have a reason, also because the Bulls stink and they're not even in it. So, who's one of y'all's favorite people to root against and then you just stop watching as soon as that either team or the person gets eliminated? So, mine's a coach. Okay. Urban Meyer. Oh, I fucking love that. He could lose every game that he ever coaches the rest of his life, and I wouldn't give a single fuck. One of my least favorite people ever, like when you first said that, that came to mind would be Ben Roethlisberger. I hate, you hate Big Ben. I hate him, and I also hate just the Pittsburgh Steelers in general. It's probably my least favorite NFL football team ever. 
I don't know. They had a lot of success since I've been alive, and I just hate everything about Pittsburgh and always have. I don't like Mike Tomlin. I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. I just don't like the Pittsburgh Steelers at all. I guess you weren't a big fan of defense then? Steel Curtain? No, not not a big fan of anything the Pittsburgh Steelers do. Huh. I really hate that whole division. Everything about it just pisses whoa, me Whoa, whoa, whoa. We are a pro-Baker Mayfield and pro-Joe Burrow podcast. I do like Maker and Joe both, yeah. Yeah, I, I like Joe Burrow. I, I, the Cincinnati Bengals have never been really a threat ever. Neither of the Cleveland Browns, but I like it better when they lose. I think it's better for the league. Um, <laughs> and but so I mean, I'm better for the I'm league. Going, I'm, I'm going for Joe Burrow. I think I hope he does. I hope he has success. So three fourths of the division I hate. The rest, the Bengals, they can they can slide. I, I will say so. Grew up a Green Bay fan and all that jazz. I kind of love the Ray Lewis Ravens. That Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed, E. D. Reed boy. The best safety you ever seen, boy. I love that team. And I kind of love Lamar Jackson, so I'm kind of fading one way rather than the other. I'm, I'm shooting for Lamar Jackson to have an off year this year. Fingers crossed. So he still can't throw. He definitely still can't throw. Then he gets He's traded. like Nick Marshall from Auburn a couple years ago, but just a little bit more of an athlete. Do you just have a hot take of him getting traded? Wait, who is he going to get traded to? You're the one that said trade. I thought you said. Oh, did I say? I thought you said that. I said okay. I said I hope he gets traded to a team that actually has wide receivers for him. So I think if he gets traded to the Colts, so he gets really exposed. So that would be fucking awesome. Him on the Colts would be the most dynamic team of all time, and they might win 17 Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't want him on the Colts. <laughs> I don't want to play play him twice a year. So he could dunk. Unless on it's in the regular season, then. Uh, fucking AFC championship oh also to any Titans fans out there listening uh, tweet us at Nashville Bets on Twitter let us know either how wrong we are or how right we are I mean I know I'm right when I say the Titans are going to finish second in the division now what maybe 10-11 wins maybe 11 now with Julio but 11 and 11 and 6 I like that record second in the division to the Indianapolis Colts at 12 and 5 but anyways that's all I got. Is that all you got? Bramble? Hold on, I'll put up the Titan schedule real quick. Do you want to run through it? All right, so let's just run through it real quick. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll just run through the first, I, like... I love it. We'll no, just no, run no, through the first, like, let's say, six games if we want. So you got the Cardinals at home. Which are y'all are now a three point favorite instead of two point or two and a half. Yeah, which I think you win that game. You win week one. Okay. Seahawks. That's I, a loss. Coin flip. Coin I think flip. You, my I think, asshole. Hey, I think you get to two and zero. Oh. You're heading. You're heading into Indy at two and zero. Oh. You just came off a Seahawks. Is, are you win. just going full James hey. Jones here, or Green Bay just winning every game? Hear me out here. If you I beat mean, Indy, I think it would be good. Seahawks. Yeah. So, if, but if you in can, Seattle, if yeah. you beat Indy Week Three, if you can beat Indy Week Three, I'm assuming we beat Seattle. You beat Indy Week Three, you go four and zero in September. It's a big month to go four and zero in. You go five and zero heading into a Monday night game at home against the Bills, which honestly I can't fucking wait for. Oh, I can't right wait to go to the game. Huh? Did you just skip right through the Jets? Yeah. Skip. I, I assume we're gonna beat the Jets and Jags. Sure hope so. 
Well, early Jags. We gotta wait for wait. You guys want to go to Monday Jags. night game on October 18th? Oh, I'll be there. I'm 100 percent gonna go to that game. I'll be there. I love going to Monday night football games. Already, already got season tickets. Uh, if we have any li- listeners, got from my bobbleheads in the mail a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah. uh, if we have any Bills Mafia listeners, if you want to send us a either any sort of Bills Mafia apparel, I will wear it to that Monday night game just to be a little antagonist out here. No problems. As y'all just absolutely drub the Titans on that Monday night football game. I can't wait. So I, I can test with you on two games so far. I'm calling it right now. Titans are five and zero headed into the Monday night game. Beat the Bills. Headed six and zero, baby. Six and zero. Six and zero. Y'all are going to be three and two heading into that game. Mm-mm. Six and zero. Five five and zero heading into the Monday night game. So okay, where's your first loss then? Are you just going to say Chiefs? Yeah. Okay. Then at the Colts, that's a loss. I'll give you that we. I'll give you that we split with the Colts, but I could see us beating them both times. Probably. We. I could see us not losing a division game. Division we might game. not lose a division game. Y'all are lunatics. Carson wins. Give me a break. Back with Frank. I think y'all underestimate how good of a coach Frank Reich is. I just think that we think that that's going to fix all of Carson Wentz's problems, and that's not how it works. Carson blows. He's Carson Wentz so was literally throwing the practice squad players. Have you seen him throw the ball last year, dude? Yeah, the practice squad. His decision guys. making and his passing and like everything he did was just wrong. I'm talking about the, how how the balls looked coming out of his hands, not who he was throwing it to. I'm not talking about the catches. It looks right. horrible. There was a lot of problems with that Eagles team. I think Carson Wentz was very overplayed as one of them. Is Jacoby Brisket sandwich still the the backup quarterback for the Colts? I thought he moved on. You might be yeah, right. he's somewhere else now. Oh I no, I think Jacob Eason might be the backup now. Well, Jacob yeah. Eason's going to be starting halfway through the season for the Colts. And they're going to draft a quarterback in the first That's round. a bold take. Out of injury or out of play? Out of just poor play by Carson Wentz. That's absolutely insane. They're going to have to draft a quarterback like early on. No, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be horrible. I don't. But I don't think he's going to be some godsend that's going to fix Indy's problems. I mean, Indy didn't really have that. Their only problem was the quarterback. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's going to you fix your problem there. You don't better than Phillip Rivers? I don't think so. No. The guy could no. – they had to bring in a backup just to throw the ball over 40 yards. I do not think that he's better than Phil. Oh, like, if you're talking about going into this season, yeah. But, no, he's not better than Phillip Rivers as far as fixing that offense. No. I'd say he's a yeah, – so, if we're rating quarterbacks on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd put Phillip at like a 5.5, and, and I'd say Carson's like a 6.5, 7. Which doesn't – That was like one point a bump. That's not, yeah, that's not bump. fixing that's not the problems. Yeah, that, that there wasn't much. I, I think we're also failing to recognize that there wasn't a lot of. So you would rate, but you would rate, you'd rate Tannehill at least an eight, eight and a half. You'd have to. I, seven, half, eight, yeah. I think I like that number. So yeah, you didn't fix anything at Indy. But the, there wasn't much that needed to be fixed, though. That's a very complete team. A top 10 off, or a top 10 defense. A, I'd say a top five offensive line. An emerging running back with Jonathan Tom or Jonathan Taylor Thomas, uh, Michael Pittman's a electric. T. Y. Hilton is you know not the he's what he aging. Was. He's aging. He's an a- well, I mean, just talking about the guy who got a thirty-two-year-old wide receiver. Okay, electric factory. Oh, okay, but yeah, I mean, there is a lot of good weapons that the Colts have that I think y'all are 
very much underplaying for a No, I know scenario. the Colts are a complete team. Quarterback's their main question. But I mean, the, still, the dude, the Titans are a very complete team as well, I think. They're a complete team on the offense. They completely overhauled that D. I, I don't know about a complete team, but they're a very good team on one side of the ball. We're going to find out. I guess we will. All right. Well, that's our show. Thank you all for tuning in to the Nashville Bets podcast. If you like it, or if you like what you heard today, follow us on Spotify, RSS, Google Play, Apple Music. All that good stuff. Leave us a five-star review wherever you can. Uh, if you do leave a review, on, or you have to put a five-star review, we'll read your comments in the next episode. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Nashville Bets. Thank you all for listening, and have a good one. Go Titans. Woo-hoo.